Ceiling Breakers is where we showcase everyday women doing extraordinary things. It's where we pull out the unspoken stories that validate our experiences and unifies us as women. Join us as we defy the narrative and highlight Wichita women as non-conforming, patriarchy-shattering, ceiling-breaking leaders who empower us to own our stories and live our dreams. Good morning. Here we are live at the Hive with Ceiling Breakers this week. Um, I'm Renee and Stacy's coming on over yeah. and we have Rachel Lane with us this morning. Yes, thank you for having yeah, me. I appreciate the here. opportunity to be here. Yeah, and we're excited. We're still in our women in real estate kind of theme mm -hmm. for the month of November. Um, and so we're excited to have Rachel here because she has um, a pretty uh, predominant background and is doing, um, not only has done a lot here in Wichita, yeah. but is doing um, big things here in Wichita. So just having a conversation with her, especially about South Wichita and kind of underdeveloped um, part of town that you know we talk a lot about here in Wichita and needing to give South Wichita more love mm -hmm. and Lang has given South Wichita a lot of love and yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So. No, it's been a fun project to be a part of yeah. and see things um, definitely changing over the past few years for in sure. that area yeah. in the Crossgate District. Yeah, so. for sure. So we definitely want to dive into yeah. that but let's talk a little bit just more about you, your family, um, kind of life here in Wichita. Have you always been Wichitans? What has kind of been your journey here as, as a um, Wichita? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So um, I was born in Conway Springs, Kansas. Um, I was raised there my entire life, kind of in a farm type community, small mm -hmm. rural area. Yeah. Um, then in my adulthood, I did go off to college to K-State there for a while. Um, yeah. Ended up back at WSU um, and finished my undergrad there. Um, and then I've just been in Wichita ever since. So I actually commuted back and forth to um, KU. So I've touched all three of the nice. Kansas schools. Good yes, for you. yes. <laughs> um, which I actually am a K State fan, I will have to say, but I did complete my master's That's totally degree. Totally okay. Yeah, I'm a K State grad, and so yes. we're, we're all yes. K State fans here. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but ever since then, I've been in the Wichita area, just love the family atmosphere, mm -hmm. um, raised my son here, now I'm married with a um, bonus daughter as well. So yeah. um, it's a great community to be around family and raising my kids here as well. Excellent. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And so talk a little bit then about, so, um, you know, um, after graduation, kind of getting into the work world, what has, where did your career start and kind of what was your journey through yeah. where you are today? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So actually we did, I started in social work. Um, and so I did and I yeah. loved it um, I did crisis counseling I worked with um, the mental health world mm -hmm. um, worked a little bit in big brothers big sisters kind of a number of different opportunities throughout my education process yeah. and doing internships as well as my career following that um, I was doing that up until about 2012, and at that point, I um, was found out I was pregnant with my son, mm -hmm. and decided that it was going to be hard for me to spend so much energy. There's so much passion, so much yeah. energy that goes behind that career, and yeah. um, didn't know if I'd have enough to come home to then provide that same type yeah. of passion and energy sure. to my son. So at that point, that is when I decided to make a switch to the. Um, actually ended up at the family business. So mm -hmm. have always oh. been around, um, of course, my dad's companies. Mm -hmm. And 
I had the opportunity at that point, a position opened in actually the HR world. So it kind yeah. of related and tied sure. into social work. Sure. Um, so I hopped in there yeah. a little bit shortly after I had my son and did that for about three and a half years before I jumped over to the real estate side. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I love those pivots. And um, yeah, I always say the best uh, HR professionals that I know have some sort of background in social work yeah. psychology. And you know yes. how that. Yes, um, know how to It does overlap talk to quite people. a lot. <laughs> you are providing, having managed people myself, not as an HR, but just being a yeah. manager, you do a lot of, and I know you probably yeah. both relate as well, like you do a lot of therapy. Absolutely. <laughs> Even in real estate. I oh, mean, it's yeah, amazing sure. yeah. how much yeah. it, crosses it crosses over just over. in all angles of for life sure, and sure. um, just the passion to be able yeah. to help people and provide solutions for them is um, definitely a win-win for everybody yeah, there. Yeah, because I didn't have any social work training, but mm-hmm. I, I was my first job out of college was working at a domestic violence uh, shelter, oh, wow. and, like crisis line, and then out in the community, and um, so I learned a lot, and I feel, yeah, it's like the ultimate like customer service training it, <laughs> it is. really is yeah. for it everything is. So. absolutely absolutely I do, I do. and so yeah, yeah when people tell me they have a background yeah. in social work or social services I'm like okay you got it because yes, I just yes. really do feel like when you're kind of thrown in the trenches like that and you're with real people and all the different things that overlap between mm-hmm. domestic violence and yeah. um, mental health issues and addiction issues those all come into play mm-hmm. anywhere absolutely. you're at yeah, yeah. absolutely so it absolutely becomes a, a skill set yes well it's very eye-opening just <laughs> to to see on a it broader is. scale. Yeah. I mean, you think about um, those type of things in kind of a box, but it really is much broader than yeah. that. And so, yeah, there's definitely the ability to use those things. And I could definitely see why, you know, having a family or, you know, it's it, it would be hard. I only did it for two years, and so I know Renee was in the world much, much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still in the nonprofit world, but I just couldn't, just couldn't do it after a while. I just was yes. be- becoming a little jaded and just wasn't, tr- you know, not trusting people. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, this is a, I can I can be a good volunteer yes. at some point. And I and I have since like joined boards and things, but I just kind of had to get out of that world, and so I could see that. And so those that do it forever, like we. Yeah. We love them, but yeah, yes, I can see yeah. that would be a good, and, and we, we notice a lot of women go to real estate when they're having families and stuff, because it is more flexible, and you can kind of make, yes. your, make your own schedule, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, co-parenting and things like that is, could be easier when you have different, different work schedules, but sometimes it seems like it's a, this world, we've, we've been talking about this all month about, there's a lot of women in this, in this industry, um, but, and it sometimes can seem really saturated, so how do you, how did you, like, get into this world and... I don't know what are the words I'm looking for. Um, kind of set yourself set yourself apart from sure. from the others to try to try to get get clients and, and get more involved. Absolutely. So when I started out in the real estate side of things, so the opportunity to have more challenges and opportunities and get out there. I'm a social person, yeah. um, and so having the ability to network with others and meet other people and help them solve um, problems or bring value to them um, was important to me. But I jumped over into the real estate side with a need on the property management side. So I actually Mm. started um, in that area. And I didn't have my license for about two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Um, I just decided my dad kind of told me, don't don't get your license. You don't need it. And I was kind of like, wait a minute. I want my license. But um, it took me about two and a half years to convince him that, no, I'm going to get my license as well and uh, take that on. But... 
um, really did a lot of the property management on a commercial and residential scale, mm -hmm. and then also touched the development side as well. So mm, yeah. it's been amazing to get the opportunity from such a diverse background, be around a lot of people that are um, so much smarter than me, have, have been in the business for a number of years, sure. um, and just be, you know, kind of... Um, be able to have that experience with them. Yeah, for sure. Now, I'm curious because you obviously have your dad kind of as a mentor yeah. in yes. all of this, but like who have you found to be, especially like, um, have you also found women mentors in this process and who's kind of been the most helpful to you in some of this? Absolutely, yes. So my dad's been a huge mentor. Um, obviously, just growing up with him and being able to come to the office mm -hmm. and have that experience. Um, but I have. I've reached out to a number of different people in the industry just to get to know them. Um, a number of different people from different brokerages mm -hmm. and uh, things. I'll go out to lunch with them, mm -hmm. ask them out to coffee. Um, and really, I don't view it as much as a competition base. To me, we're all partnering to make good things happen in Wichita. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's nice to hear their experience and mm -hmm. understand kind of what they've been through, what they've experienced that I haven't, or to bring value to maybe what I've seen. Mm -hmm. um, I've touched on the women in commercial real estate, just mm -hmm. joined up with them oh, here great. recently. Um, and so been very excited to um, work with both of the Stephanies there yeah. and get to know them. They've been great and yeah. appreciated that opportunity. Very cool. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. the Stephanies. That's yes. a great, that's a great group. I, I was involved with that a little bit um, when I worked um, at Zerco, general contractor yes. here in town. And so I joined that group and so uh, women in construction and things like that and, and learned a lot like I was just that's that was a whole new world to me mm -hmm. and yeah it does seem like the commercial side you know I said I said a lot of women are getting to this but I feel like the commercial side is probably a lot less less women and still more more of a, of a man's world so mm -hmm. do you see differences there between residential and commercial? Absolutely. I mm -hmm. do feel, um, especially in the brokerage side of things and even property management, residential, mm -hmm. there are definitely more volume of women in the industry. Um, in the commercial side, just like mm -hmm. you said, mm -hmm. um, being around the construction piece and maintenance and all of those factors, it's just kind of been a man's world. And sure. um, I think they've been receptive to kind of us coming into that process. And I think it's just all about how you kind of approach it. Sure. Um, um, but yeah, it's definitely a, a kind of a different world. And at first it was a little interesting just figuring out mm -hmm. how you jump in there and navigate all yeah, of that. Right, so, right. And some of it is not only navigating, you know, kind of being a woman in a man's world, but, you know, just other piece, people's personalities. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And yes. So just having to understand how people tick. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. Sounds like, yeah, you have the perfect background. <laughs> and I think we've kind of been seeing a theme of, though, it's, it seems like a, such a competitive, and not that it's not competitive, but that mm -hmm. I think it's natural for women to want to work together yeah. and collaborate, yes. and mm -hmm. we've been seeing that theme, and um, I think that's yeah. interesting in um, this industry that that, that that can happen. And you think about it, like you said, you're just trying to make Wichita better, trying to make people happy and put them where they want to be and, mm -hmm. um, you know, build things up. And, yeah, it makes sense. It's like, why wouldn't we all work together? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Have you ever run into anybody who didn't want to? They're like, no, these are my, like, contacts. <laughs> these are my secrets. And I, I think there definitely is that in the real so, estate world mm -hmm. just because, of course, um, you know, most of the positions are very commission-based. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, there is a level of protection against, you know, protecting mm -hmm. your company and your own personal um, compensation. Mm -hmm. um, 
so I can completely relate and understand that. But I've been blessed at Lang Real Estate. We just really have teamwork values. Yeah. And um, so I've been blessed with a number of people that have been willing to answer questions or provide guidance um, and just work with people that really want to yeah. help each other and work together. So, and I've honestly even reaching out to other individuals in the industry yeah. I've met more and more I feel like it's just getting out there and seeking those people mm -hmm. there's definitely those that you know just like in any industry I'm sure that are you know I don't want to share my secrets this yeah. is my box um, yeah. don't want you to step inside yeah. of it um, but I've seen I've been impressed by how much I've seen people just being willing to sit down and talk yeah, and get to great. know each other and I feel like that can help us in a professional world to have that relationship. Right. So when you pick up the phone, it may not, you can work through hostile or difficult situations a little bit easier if yeah. you know the other person and how to best work with them. Yeah, for That's sure. Great, for are sure. we still? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're good to go. We're on Facebook, we have. It's uh, Jacqueline Hunter says, beautiful lady. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jacqueline. So, um, sounds like people are on watching and can hear us if you have any questions um, per usual. Yeah. We would love for you Let to go ahead and comment um, for us and we'll, we'll try to catch those um, during the conversation. Um, so, um, you know, prior to um, episode starting, you know, we were talking a little bit about Crossgate District and yeah. some of the development and things that are happening down there. And so maybe just kind of um, because it's, you know, I'm one of those people that I've just been really enthralled with, with everything that's going on down there and, and have been kind of privy to, to paying a, t a little more attention to it. But for, for anybody that doesn't know what Crossgate District is mm -hmm. or doesn't know what Lang is kind of doing in South Wichita, yeah. you can kind of talk a little bit about like this project and yeah. over the years yeah. how it's grown and what's happening down there. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So it all kind of started, so Jeff, um, our broker at Lang Real Estate and also my father, mm -hmm. um, it started by him attending an auction of where we now have Iron Horse Manufacturing Park. Mm -hmm. and when he was at that auction um, and we acquired that property he um, somebody next to him made the comment that he was going to get that land at a very um, minimal cost because it was in the wrong zip code oh. and that really rung a bell there with Jeff mm -hmm. as he's built his businesses all his businesses have been located in that area sure. um, of course we're from small rural uh, Conway Springs and so mm -hmm. that was kind of the middle ground between um, yeah. Wichita and um, mm -hmm. hometown and so um, he's like why why is this the wrong you know yeah. zip code yeah. there's a ton of hard-working people in that area mm -hmm. um, just really strong um, community presence there and we saw so much happening and we're very much of support in it on the northwest side and the northeast side and we'll mm -hmm. actually say that a lot of people think of Wichita as an east-west mm -hmm. town right. Right. Um, and we actually see it more so as a north-south yeah. because mm -hmm. there's really outside of Derby within mm -hmm. the Wichita city limits, there's not a ton of development or right. um, money put into yeah. the south used part to be, of town. Used to be more south and then everybody kind of started moving north. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. And we love to see yeah. that. It's not that we're yeah. neglectful of, we sure. want Wichita as a yeah. whole to blossom and bloom. And sure. um, so but we're excited about leave, all those things. Don't want to leave that out, yeah. And then, like we said, we don't see a lot of people wanting to 
to do a lot. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's great. That yeah. yeah. And so what what we did then is we kind of went through the process of targeting different areas and um, we've seen residential values increase mm -hmm. significantly that's in that area over the past few years. Okay. Um, it's been incredible actually to see rental rates, sales prices just kind of sure. go through the roof compared to where they were, yeah. you know, four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then we also have Triple Crown Realty Test mm -hmm. Trust, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. um, which is our economic engine yeah. um, behind the development as a whole. Because of course, it's it's bigger than just Lang. We can't, yeah. we don't have the you know financial wherewithal to take all of that on, right. as well as just the resources, time, yeah. ability, and all of those pieces. So. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I love it, and to touch on what you just talked about, so when you do um, develop um, areas that maybe had been flooded yeah. before or were underdeveloped, um, it does create not only that economic factor for whatever business or, you know, anything, the developers that are placed in there, but that kind of residual effect on the local yes. environment, the local economy, seeing property values increase, seeing yep. rental, sales tax revenue, kind of all those things. And so it does have that kind of um, uh, ripple effect yes. of really touching and, and so becoming such a gem to the local economy then when because anytime that stuff goes up then we see our tax revenue return and that goes back into our general coffers and you know it's just mm -hmm. such a um, great um, way to kind of organically um, you know increase our tax revenue and, and some of the local economy stuff yes absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely and it's amazing um, with so the Crossgate district is a 13 square mile radius and so to be able to focus on that specific area just it's been incredible to watch mm -hmm. how we've had the ability to do that with teaming with others mm -hmm. um, to make that happen and it's not just a project exclusive to us I mean mm -hmm. we're more than welcome back to partnering and teamwork um, whoever we're excited about other investors or businesses that come into the area and um, are doing things to help the overall area as well. Right, yeah, and that's just, you know, you're creating jobs and, yep. you're, you know, there's just all those different things that go into it. And I, um, you know, as we were talking about before and we're working, you know, specifically in the Douglas Design District mm -hmm. and what we're doing there to kind of build up not only that commercial district but the neighborhoods and, you know, we mm -hmm. kind of think of all of that when you go yes. into this yes. and you engage your neighborhood associations and, you know, you kind of do all of that. Um, but the exciting part of watching other districts start to, you know, really get mm -hmm. stronger in the same way that, you know, we're doing that and wanting to see that happen throughout yeah. Wichita, like you said, it's not that all economic activity or vibrancy or commerce has to be located in one yeah. Yeah. central and sometimes location. Sometimes we get too yes. focused, you know, we're so, which is great. Mm -hmm. We're focused on the river and lots mm -hmm. of all the downtown and you're hearing, and, you know, and I, I was talking to some friends recently mm -hmm. who live in the south part of Wichita mm -hmm. and they're just like, not all of Wichita is downtown. Right? Yeah. And it's like I get we kinda get we're in the district. I've mm -hmm. you know, my business is in the, you know, downtown area and so we just kinda get focused on that and it's like, no, it's not just about that. There's still right. so the the residential, I mean, they appreciate seeing yes. the development because it's like oh they're always like something something down here and not northwest and not northeast right. and right. let's just you know do something something different we're all we're all still here yes so i think that that's interesting because we we're just having having mm -hmm. that conversation and i was like yeah because i'm all always tend to be focused on the downtown and it's like right. we have to think about um like you were saying wichita as a whole it's 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 not just um 
just one area and then if that, that gets us thinking that east west or north south too much when we're focused on just that one little area so. yeah absolutely yeah. it's incredible to talk to homeowners mm -hmm. um in that in the crossgate district because sure. they do they have to drive 20 miles to mm -hmm. or yeah. 20 minutes mm -hmm. um to get to the nearest um you know, Target yep. or some of those conveniences that, sure. you know, I know I personally take for granted. I have a Target mm -hmm. pretty much in my backyard. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it just is a different, there's not as many restaurant opportunities. Mm -hmm. There's not maybe as many places to work, which is growing, but yeah. um, it's exciting to see that change yeah, and be yeah. able to provide some of those um, establishments and resources for, for sure. the consumer. For sure. Well, yeah. that access to goods and services, yep. you know, so you don't have the food deserts and you don't have the, mm -hmm. um, you have that access in those little pockets and then they generate their own kind of economic value and commerce in those own little pockets. And I think that ideally that's yeah. how cities work. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, exactly. So to, to be able to watch that really yeah. happening in Wichita and, you know, like I said, it's, it's been fun for me because, um, as we talked about before, Jeff um, Lawrence had reached out to talk about what we're doing in the district, mm -hmm. but Dunbar Association, you know, has asked, yep. um, uh, Delano, there's other different kind of districts that are up and coming and popping mm -hmm. up that have been going, okay, how do we yeah. sort of kind of generate this sort of um, yeah. uh, activity and vibrancy and, uh, you know, the beautification even that goes along yeah. with that, just all those efforts. And for me, it's just really exciting to watch. Yeah. And I'm like, and yes, exciting. here, yes. go do it. Yeah. Like, here's a, exactly. here's a model. Here's a model. Exactly. We have some people on. Brian Fisher says, yeah. what's in the cross gate and what's coming? Absolutely. So we have Iron Horse Manufacturing Park. So um, Cosmic Pet is there in a 100,000 square foot building. Um, they are getting ready to expand into the next wow. building. Yeah. Um, so they were formerly Hyper Pet and they mm -hmm. make um, pet toys. Yeah. And they were looking at moving their business outside of Wichita. So it was really exciting oh, yeah. to get them to keep their head, not only mm -hmm. keep their headquarters here, mm -hmm. um, but also expand their business here. Sure. And again, back to the job growth, I mean, mm -hmm. that's just tremendous when you For can sure. see that happen. Yeah. Um, Steeple Bay is there as well. Mm -hmm. So Camping World and, or Gander RV yeah. is the new name. They've mm -hmm. gone through a couple name transitions sure. as well. Yeah. Um, so they've been open here since the end of, beginning of August. Oh, yeah. And um, Splash Aqua Park is uh -huh. at Steeple Bay as mm -hmm. well. Um, we are in the process of marketing and talking to several other um, different type of entertainment sectors and other retailers to come to that area. Yeah. Um, we have worked, um, another development that we have there is Saddle Creek Crossing. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the former Kmart location. Mm -hmm. Oh, and yeah. a lot of people really steered away from that because mm -hmm. they're like, nobody wants to own nobody a Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> you see a lot of empty Kmarts everywhere, yeah. Yes, <laughs> You can tell they were Kmarts. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, it's hard to get rid of that facade there. Yeah. But, um, but they are actually going through the process of renovations there. We've, um, Burger King is in the process mm -hmm. of construction and we'll be going up there. Um, we have a couple other opportunities here as well that um, yeah. a couple I probably can't release yet, but yeah. just a lot of um, renovation, excitement, yeah. and different opportunities coming to the area. Um, as I mentioned, Jeff's businesses are all there, so we have um, Red Guard, yeah. which most Wichita people would 
recognized as site mm -hmm. box storage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but they also do blast resistant buildings and are a international company. Excellent. Yeah, no, it's That's really great. cool. And I will, so Jason uh, Villanueva, oh. who's a friend of the show, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, says, yay, Rachel, I just started with a lane company, Redguard, all yay. the same. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> well, welcome, yeah. Jason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Uh, very cool. Well, and I that. love to see that too, like talking about the Kmarts. I, mm -hmm. I hate when you, I, I love to see when people want to come in and renovate because I hate to see all these empty, you know, right. complete strip so, malls just empty. And then they just build something across the street and then you have all these right. empty yes. buildings and you just hate it. And I know sometimes maybe it just doesn't work for the developer or whatever, but it's right. like, man, if somebody could figure out something to do with it, it's so yeah. nice to see that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. well, it's, yeah. It can be such a safety concern and yeah. other, I mean, there oh, can be yeah. all sorts of um, negative things when you have a desolate building. Yeah. So yeah. it's really That's excited to see. to see that change. For sure. For yeah. sure. And being able to, yeah, then, yeah, kind of going back to the access to goods, goods mm -hmm. and services, being able to put something in there that the neighborhood does need or that people, you know, the surrounding area it could create jobs or, you know, whatever it is. Absolutely. It brings value to the community then by being able to use that space yeah. instead of just letting it sit letting there, it sit so. there and yeah. yeah having to build something completely new mm -hmm. which I don't know maybe it's cheaper than renovating sometimes I don't know yeah <laughs> we're seeing that talk about downtown we're seeing right. that with century too maybe <laughs> a little bigger scale but um, so I can see that you know I want something sat so long too it, you know there's there's things there but it's always nice to be like oh they're doing something with that building instead yes. of and I think, I don't know if everyone has that problem, or it's just because we're like, where we have lots of land here. <laughs> so well, you can just build more stuff, which is great right, too, I right. guess. But Well, and that's the, yeah. you know, we're, we're kind of combating, you know, the urban yeah. sprawl that yes. know, happened yeah. for so many years, where yeah. people did just go yeah. out and build instead of using and have, How do we tie it all back in together? So, yeah, how yeah. do we start to put more money and investment back into our core, and certainly yeah. that south core sector is, oh, it is. You know, super important. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah, really good to see. And watch happen and we're just like I said I just been thrilled to be able to watch it and I, I anytime I get a chance to talk to yeah. um, other people about what's going on down there I do I just because I think it's really exciting yeah and, um, definitely um, it doesn't get as much buzz as no, some it other projects need to that are going on and talk it up in town but <laughs> yeah. it should because it is um, a great economic boon for Wichita and I think um, you're seeing some of those returns already Absolutely. and yeah. continue to see and getting returns. companies to stay that's the other thing mm -hmm. talking about that we have space to build and everything that's what amazes me when people want to leave it's like you need more space you can build a yeah. warehouse somewhere we've got we lots have of land. the space <laughs> yeah. cities Give don't have the space yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's just like getting yeah getting them to stay that's that's fantastic. Absolutely. You need that. Well, and it's amazing in the Crossgate District. So we are right up against two um, major highways, 235 mm -hmm. and I-35. Mm -hmm. yes. So the convenience to oh, yeah. get there is right just there. incredible. Um, you know, even going, I live in the northwest part of town. And so to get there, mm -hmm. it takes, you know, there's not any major highways yeah. to get to my house. So it takes mm -hmm. a while to get to where I'm located. And, um, mm -hmm. You just forget about how convenient that location yeah. truly is. Yeah, so. for sure, That's for great. sure. Yeah, I know we've um, traveled down there. Um, back when SESA, you know, had their fields um, down in um, that part of town, we'd go down, you know, quite a bit to, to play soccer. Yes. And so then mm -hmm. I'd be able to watch some of the yes. happening as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, there's activity down here. But, yeah, it's just a straight shot. I mean, I live... In College Hill, and it literally takes us, you know, ten minutes. Yeah, absolutely. To get down there. Yeah. Absolutely, I know it's um, incredibly it's convenient. Very, very. It's a lot closer than it feels like it is because yeah. you know we just take Kellogg and then down. 
um, I-35, and so, yeah, yeah. I-135, and so it goes real fast. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's awesome to hear you say that because that's mm -hmm. where a lot of people resonate. Mm -hmm. If they haven't mm -hmm. lived in the south part of town or yeah. they don't have their business there, yeah. they've been there for soccer. Right. Or yeah. they've been there too. The yes. south wide the there south is, wise. Incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. It's yeah. incredible. That's where like all the, yeah, my nieces, mm -hmm. that's where like all the courts, uh, a lot of the volleyball courts and mm -hmm. then the indoor soccer. Yes. Yeah, it's say, all there. Yeah, indoor soccer yeah. down there quite a bit too. So yeah, so, yeah. it's just a great, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it is very easy and fast to get down there for us. And mm -hmm. so just to watch it continue to grow and develop. And I didn't and have the opportunity to go to the drive-through. Absolutely. <laughs> did you go to the Splash Park at all? I didn't have the opportunity. I was going to take the nieces this summer. We yeah, didn't have we an did opportunity not to go. get to go this last summer, but it is on our bucket list um, because you know, mentioning driving by it yes, um, as we, we were going we to, wanted to, to soccer camp or whatever was yeah. happening. Um, my kids were like, what is that? Yes, yes, when are we going to go? And so we're yes. definitely making it a priority. Yeah. I know. You see it was things? a lot of fun and a workout. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I tried I it personally, yeah, yeah. and it was a workout. It My kids like loved it. They were worn out when we yeah. left. Yeah. And, um, Which is ideal. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. My husband and I and my um, brother and mm -hmm. a sister and several others went out, and we were, after about 30 to 45 minutes, I'm like, mm -hmm. man, you have to really be in shape to yeah. do this. Yeah, I was so. watching, like, videos and stuff, and uh -huh. I think they presented, uh, the owners presented at, like, Visit Wichita right before opening, and then they, uh, they were showing us videos and pictures, and we were like, whoo, I don't know, I might just, like, have to have the kids do that, and we yeah. just watch, right? <laughs> Sit on the beach but, yeah. and relax. But, yeah, it's like we want to we support that, because we need those things for yeah. families yeah. and we need them and we don't need them all in one space we need to spread it out and mm -hmm. yeah so excited to get out there this summer that'll be fun yeah. excellent excellent so. so you know you're obviously working mother um, two children family all of that so kind of talking a little bit about you know we, we always you know say that work-life balance is a misnomer you're not ever gonna achieve balance but kind sure. of what is your best um, advice or what do you kind of swear by in terms of like trying to keep it together somewhat absolutely <laughs> yeah somewhat that's the key word yeah. there <laughs> on any given day it's kind of sort of yeah <laughs> exactly no and the balance definitely fluctuates but um, I always make it a priority and even when I was going through my real estate class it was another Another reminder to me um, that put your kids things as appointments so yeah. things with my kids yep. or I try to do mm -hmm. the same with my husband as well is um, you know I already have that appointment and so yeah. you know I don't have to tell my clients that it's not a work appointment oh mm -hmm. sorry I already have an appointment yeah. at that yeah. time because yeah. I don't ever want to look back and think that you know mom was always working my um, job isn't um, more important than my family and so mm -hmm. I try to continue to keep that first now mm -hmm. with that of mm -hmm. course yeah I work a lot <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. so um, but I have the ability to kind of flex out things as I need right. to and if I need to work a weekend yeah. or things at least I'll make sure that I'm there for important family priorities for sure for sure so. and I think that's what's so nice about you know technology and mm -hmm. everything is that being able to do a lot more of that flexibility I know even last um, night you know there was a bunch of stuff going on our evenings or so you know really from four school yeah. lights out four yeah. so, just you know, on. it's just insane and so you know I'm doing the mom thing and yes playing playing 
taxi driver and making dinner or helping with dinner and my significant other's pretty yeah. good about that too. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't really make dinner. I'm yeah, I'm like, he's probably making <laughs> dinner. Um, I'm not good a partnership. Teamwork. It is. Um, but I'm usually a taxi driver. Yeah. Um, and so then everybody gets home and showered and kind of, you know, settled into at least quiet bedtime and then that's when my laptop comes back yes. out. And then I'm working again yeah. from, you know, eight until, you know, sometimes midnight. Usually I try to cut off at 10, but you yeah. know, you have that sort of yep. um, breaks and I just am so thankful to have that yes. right now because as you kind of mentioned being a social worker, it really was, you know, an eight to five and you were in the office or you were, you know, expected um, to be working during those hours. And so to have that flexibility is so, so wonderful. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Um, so mm-hmm. I just continue to, you know, as we have conversations about supporting um, workforce and workforce, I hope that the flexibility um, yeah. for workers continues to be, you know, a I think part it's going to have Huge. to be. I don't think mm-hmm. the young people are going to do, do it. Mm-hmm. I just don't yeah. think they're going to sit there. For, it's like, you know, the, the whole like millennial or the boomer thing. And it's like, you know, it's like the way they see it, it's like, I, sorry, it might take you 40 hours a week to yeah. do your work, but mm-hmm. I might be able to get it done faster and then I can go do other things or right. I don't have to send an office from, from eight to five every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think they're going to do it. Cause even like my generation, I'm kind of a older millennial and we really didn't love that either. So I think now it's even more so it's like, yeah. we're not, we're yeah. not buying into that and they're not going to work for companies that have that kind of old school culture. Cause yeah, it's Absolutely. like some days you, you, we all, you know, you get more of this work done or you have more meetings or you need to go do an appointment or take mm-hmm. the kids somewhere. I mean, right. you just, you kind of, it just seems like natural now. Mm-hmm. So yes. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. we do that? So exactly. I think the companies that aren't there are going to have to get on board someday. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. well, and I mean, life happens between yeah. eight to five. I think yeah. we all know that. And that's mm-hmm. what I always tell my team and try to, you know, show that as well as give them the ability to do that as well. Because, right. um, I, I believe in that, that mm-hmm. if you give your employees that flexibility and ability mm-hmm. to um, make those things happen, they're going to be that much more loyal to you and just sure. appreciative of mm-hmm. having yeah. that flexibility. Yeah. So, And I think the women that, you know, the women before us, the pioneers that really started to break mm-hmm. those ceilings and get and just get yeah. into the workforce, you know, they had to be different. They had to, you know, what? I don't have kids. Like, my kids, I'm not talking about, they wouldn't talk about their kids at work. Right. Yeah. Right. About, you know, they just <laughs> yeah. were, I'm here to work. And. You know, they, they kind of paved that way, and now they're so, you know, so, uh, probably more women in the workforce than men, really, just because mm-hmm. yeah. more women out there that uh, there might not be as many in the higher positions, but <laughs> we're getting there, and we've yeah. made a lot of progress, and I think it, it is because they're having to deal with a lot, still, still focus on, um, the women are still focusing more on the families and having to do a lot, not that men don't do a lot of that now, too, mm-hmm. but it seems like the women, it yes. falls yeah. on the women more. Yeah, to, just, yeah. To, yeah. I, I always joke that I have... Um, full-time job of household manager as well yes. as, yeah. my, you know, my other full-time yeah. job. And it, it is just is what it is. And, you know, like I said, I have a very supportive significant yes. other. Um, but, you know, with three kids, um, I am the keeper of the calendar. Yes. I am the yep. keeper of the appointments. I am, you know, and I have to coordinate everything. And that's what, you know, becomes crazy. It does. <laughs> the coordination <laughs> of all of that. And 
And so when you have women who are also doing that on top of their full-time job, allowing them the time and space to yes. do some of that stuff instead of just, like, be at work and fretting yeah. about it. Yes. Yeah. Is, you know, that's a huge productivity booster. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're going to get so much <laughs> more work done. Yes. You're not going to get any work done if it. you're worried about it. Exactly. Or you're on the phone trying to get, like, mm-hmm. you know, a transportation or a sitter or right. something. Exactly. Or, yes. you know, yeah. your kid gets sick and you can't leave. It's like, what are you supposed to do? So I think, yeah. so I think that's really gotten better significantly in the last, mm-hmm. you know, 10, 15 years because before it just wasn't that way. And you still, you still meet women that way that they don't, you know, I think we've all worked with women. They don't talk about their families when they're, and they work all the time and they figure they must have a good partner or good (laughs) nanny or something because they're, they're not. But I think for the majority you have to, you just have to be more flexible and that's just kind of becoming the norm now, which is, which is really good. I remember when we used to talk about work-life balance, it was like, we keep work at work and home and we say we can't really do that anymore with the cell phones and everything. Oh, that's true. um, Yeah. Which is helpful that we have the technology but you know that 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 way of thinking has just had to shift and so now mm-hmm. it's just more flexibility overall which yeah. I think is yeah. benefiting yeah. everyone really yeah no for sure and just yeah, it becomes a part of negotiating I think even then too you're like yeah. okay you know this is what I want yes absolutely <laughs> and so putting that you know bargaining chip on the table mm-hmm. as well absolutely so. well and I've, I've just learned throughout my career and I'm not always perfect at it but mm-hmm. I feel like even self-care is so important yep. like whether it's exercise or an occasional massage or yep. girls mm-hmm. time or whatever I, I do I have an amazing yeah. husband that mm-hmm. helps a lot with the kids as yeah. his work schedule allows and right. amazing support system with grandparents mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, my siblings as aunts and uncles yep. and yeah. um, but I, I do think that you still need because otherwise I think we all go a little get a little crazy and just feel more, I don't think, I think we're less productive for our family or our work lives or any of those people Absolutely. around us. So Absolutely. Well, we've talked about, we're always so guilty of, um, it seems like a lot of women where we just, we, we think we have to do it all and we think we have to have control. I don't know why we're like that, but we just think maybe just because women always had to be. And it's like, you don't have to be, you can't, and you know, it's like mm-hmm. you can ask for help and you can, it's just, it's just, you just think, no, I have to get this done. This is my thing. And, and I just think that's, I find myself doing that with, yeah, even just, like, housework and stuff. Like, I have to have right. it all done. And I can't have any dirty dishes in the sink. And we've got to get everything ready. And it's just, like, I can ask my partner for help. I blame Pinterest. I know. I blame Pinterest. So true. That's so true. Oh, yeah. All thinking that, that we can all be crafty. and beautiful. And, yes. and you, know, you walk yeah. into a home and it's all perfectly. I want to be, I want to be crafty, yeah. but it's like that epic fail usually so yes um yeah I just I don't know where that comes from we have to remember you just have Mm -hmm. to and there's so many books about that like you Mm -hmm. have to and and how and who has time to read those books I know right (laughs) you're just like I'm gonna do all these things and then you don't do any of them so I think it's just yeah I always have to remind myself like you need help and and Tori will be like you need help with something I'm like no I got it everything's Mm -hmm. fine how many times do you say that no it's fine everything's fine so just like taking the time to just be like no so I started making he's like I need a list he's like that's the only way so I start making him list and he gets everything done on the list and and whatever might not be the time frame that I want him to do it but he gets it done and so that's been our system so whatever your system is yeah yeah well just being able (laughs) to let go then like that's probably the biggest thing for me and having kids you know did that hugely but you know if you have a partner in your life or whatever like letting go of that control that it may not look the way you would have 
necessarily yes. yeah. done it. It yep. may not be in the same time yep. frame that you would have done it, but it's going to get done. Yep. And, you know, that delegation and just... Yeah, kind of delegation is <laughs> so really hard. hard. So hard. Um, but, yeah, once you start kind of doing it, and then you realize it's, you know, in order to survive, you have to... Um, that you're like, oh, you know, this is kind of nice, actually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, being a business, we're neither one of us are great at delegation, but we've had to do that more, and we've Mm -hmm. been giving more to not just, you know, our our staff, they're not just bartenders. They're kind of our beer advocates that help us with, like, our events and our marketing and social Mm -hmm. media and everything that we do, Um, and just ideas for merchandise and ideas for things. Because we start to run out of those ideas, so we always Mm -hmm. look to them and, but, it, you know, it's still where a lot of, like, give me the ideas and I'll do all the work. So right. it's, like, starting to, like, here, why don't you take some yeah, of this? Absolutely. Or, this is your idea. Yeah. I'll go run with go it. Go run with yeah. it. And we started doing that. We had a, we tried to have, like, a quarterly staff meeting, and we mm-hmm. did that at the last staff meeting where we're like, okay, this is your idea. Or mm-hmm. or we, we can, you know, if we need to make the decisions and implement this, but you're going to help us right. with this. So it's it's getting there. We're yeah. still, neither one of us are good delegators. So we're working on it. So. <laughs> So you can, you. too. If you're not a good <laughs> yes. delegator, you can yes. work on it, too. Well, yeah. I, I wanted to mention real quick, Mike Castens is on. He says, as a dad of three daughters, you guys rock. <laughs> thank you, Mike. <laughs> That's very great. sweet. Very sweet. So, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so no, much. thank you, guys. We're going to be on today. We're going to go ahead and... Um, yeah. Stop recording on the podcast yeah. and say goodbye to our podcast listeners. If I can oh, it probably shut off after 30 minutes. Hey, it's still going. It's nice on the. Be sure to follow Ceiling Breakers on Facebook and Instagram at Ceiling Breakers ICT. You can also find our website at ceilingbreakersict.com. Also, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is sponsored by Amber Hendricks. Amber Hendricks Home, Berkshire Hathaway, PinFed Realty. Whether you're buying or selling, Amber works to ensure her clients receive the best experience possible. Amber Hendricks Homes, selling Wichita's best. Check her out at amberhendrickshomes.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Amber Hendricks. Amber Hendricks Home, Berkshire Hathaway, PinFed Realty. Whether you're buying or selling, Amber works to ensure her clients receive the best experience possible. Amber Hendricks Homes, selling Wichita's best. Check her out at amberhendrickshomes.com.